Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in, everybody. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug is out. Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. That is right. No Doug. A little bit of Torres. A lot of Arnie Spanier. Arnie up in Vermont. Uh, you didn't go to Detroit this weekend with the Bills, Arnie Spanier. You doing okay up there? No, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and stick it out. I'm not afraid of the weather out here. I'm fine. And uh, actually, we don't get as, nearly as much snow as they're having in Buffalo. That's that's insane. We're the three to six feet. I don't think you guys really realize how much snow that is. But they'll be fine. They're used to it. They'll clear the roads. And I'm, I'm bummed that they moved the game out. But, uh, yeah, lots to get to. I'm ready to roll, big boy. Well, I'll tell you really quick. I grew up in Connecticut, and I told my wife, she's a L.A. girl, and I said to her, I said, I, I grew up in Connecticut, I go, three feet of snow is a lot of freaking snow. So, uh, Bill's among many topics that we will get to throughout the next two hours here on the Doug Gottlieb Show, and we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. 
TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So, Arnie, um, you know, Bills obviously are moving to Detroit this weekend. It was a a ton of snow, weather, conditions, all of that uh, in Buffalo. But obviously, we started the, the Week 11 slate in the NFL on Thursday night in Green Bay where we had some flurries. It was certainly cold. And uh, it was a, another bad night for the Green Bay Packers. Obviously, just a couple days off of that, you know, wild game against the the Dallas Cowboys. Four nights later, in Green Bay, at home against the Tennessee Titans. This got ugly, man. Titans just kind of punked them at the line of scrimmage. Were more physical. Were more. T- the Packers couldn't get anything going. Ryan Tannehill outplaying Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field. First impressions of the Tennessee Titans beating the Green Bay Packers last night, 27-17 in Lambeau Field. I, I didn't see that coming. I didn't think it was going to be like that. Had Tennessee, if, if I thought Tennessee was going to win the game, I didn't think they were going to go ahead and dominate the way they did. I didn't think that Ryan Tannehill would outplay Aaron Rodgers in his home, in his weather. Um, it just goes to show you the Green Bay Packers are done. They saved a little bit of life with the Cowboy game. But not only are the Packers done, Aaron Rodgers is done. Um, his career is pretty much O-V-E-R. And you've heard me say that before. I but have. but he's he's done so. He really is. I mean, how many games has it been since he's had a 300-yard passing game? It's been a long, long time. Hey, father time is undefeated. We all heard that. Maybe it hasn't caught up to Tom Brady, but that doesn't mean it doesn't catch up to a lot of other people. I think Aaron Rodgers is aging like dog ears. You know what I mean? Every year is so like every seven he- years. He wait. I I miss this. I, I mean, I'm, I might be like Austin Powers here, and maybe I was asleep and uh, uh, don't remember this correctly. Did he win MVP last year, Arnie? Did he win Not, MVP last year? We're, we're talking and the first year before. Of all, we're, we're talking about this time. We're talking about the show is today, not last year or the year before, okay? The show is today. And, you know, Tom Brady and, and those guys, they had great years. Uh, but even Tom Brady's numbers have gone on down. But you can tell. I mean, look what the Green Bay Packers are. They're not going to make the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers is never going to go ahead and reach a Super Bowl again. Aaron Rodgers is never going to go ahead and put up those type of numbers that he used to put up. His day is over. Maybe hey, he had his luster and his, his fame and, and all that, and he'll continue to do it, and he'll host Jeopardy and all that, but, but make no mistake about it. Um, his best years are certainly way behind him. This is, this is not like hot take opinion or no. anything like that, hot sports opinion. This this is the truth. It's He's just slowing down. Look, look at him at home in his environment, and he was dominated. And and look how long it's been since he had a 300-yard game. And sure, yes, he misses, he misses Devontae Adams and some of the weapons around him, but um, you can't have everything. And his his best years are behind him, no doubt. He will be 39 early next month, less than a month from now. Let me ask you this really He's quick. my age. To- yeah, go ahead. <laughs> sure, sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, so let me ask you real quick before we get back to Rodgers. What what do you think has flipped in the last less than t- calendar year, right? I mean, I was on air during that loss at Lambeau Field to the San Francisco 49ers in their, their opening playoff game. But, you know, I was kind of being tongue-in-cheek there, but, but I am being a little bit serious is last year he won an MVP. 
They were the number one seed, and I get you lose Devontae Adams, right? And and there's no replacing a guy of that caliber. Is it just Devontae Adams? What what do you see when you see this team? Do you just feel like Aaron Rodgers has totally regressed? Do you feel like maybe some of the draft picks haven't hit the way that we thought? Is it more than one factor coming in all at the same time? Because that's the way that I kind of see it. Is I think everybody wants to sit here and say it's definitively Devontae Adams, but they spent a million, you know, they all their first round picks are on defense, and I watched Derrick Henry run up and down the field on them last night I saw Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball wherever he wanted what do you think is there one factor are there multiple factors in this wild downfall for Green Bay from number one seed to four and seven right now heading into their bye and to your point Arnie I think we probably it seems very unlikely at this point that they're a playoff team obviously well out of the division race yeah no no there's there's no playoffs for them this year Uh, first of all yes Devontae Adams hurts I mean look what the a lot of the weapons a lot of the big teams have wide receivers like Minnesota and Jefferson and people like that. Uh, you've got to have somebody that can stretch the field. If you don't have somebody that does that, the running game becomes just useless. And that's what's going on with the Green Bay Packers. Plus, Aaron Rodgers is hitting that low. And let's think about this about it for a second for Aaron Rodgers and what he's gone through the last year or two. I mean, he had the whole Jeopardy thing. He had the fight with the Green Bay Packers. Um, he didn't come in. You know, he was he was away for the summer. He's gone through numerous the girlfriends. stuff back yeah, and forth. I, you know, and whatever he was drinking, he was drinking. I don't even know what that tea stuff is and, and stuff like that. Maybe all that and the mind frame and, and the relationships that he's had over the last couple of years, maybe it's finally taken its toll. And he's, he, he, look, he brought it up, what, a year ago that he's thought about retirement. Yes. Um, you know, when you start bringing that up, it, it's not a – yeah, yeah. It, it, Look, Aaron, it's, it's not a bluff. You're really when – you, when you're bringing that up in front of everybody else, you're really considering something like retirement. And when that pops in your mind, the best years are going to be behind you. Well, and it's funny because that was kind of one of my thoughts as well. And I think, frankly, it's a factor, or it was at least early with Tom Brady as well, is, you know, Tom Brady for for 15, 18, 20 years, whatever it's been, 20-plus years, frankly, at this point, it's been a singular focus on football. Now he's trying to be a family man. He's trying to deal with his kids. He's obviously got the situation with Giselle. He's trying to go to Robert Kraft's wedding. And it's like the way you get to be a 45-year-old quarterback that has never done this, uh, you know, to, to be a guy that's never done what is currently being done by Tom Brady is to have that singular focus. And the second that you don't have that, all of a sudden you look like a 45-year-old quarterback in the NFL. I know he's looked better the last week or two, but I just bring it up to come full circle back to Aaron Rodgers because I actually agree is that listen it's okay to have interests outside of your sport of course but I, yeah. I, I I do think there is something too and you know we've both worked with enough professional athletes former professional athletes at this point they all say when you start talking publicly about retirement when you put that out there you already kind of got one foot out the door and it does seem like Aaron Rodgers again he's allowed to have outside interests he's allowed to host Jeopardy in the offseason he's allowed to go to Hawaii and hang out and lay low he's allowed to play golf in the match but again at the same time when you have so many divergent interests and like we just talked about Devontae Adams leaves you got rookie wide receivers you got all this stuff going on within the organization it, it, it I, I think last night and, and maybe this entire season but last night to me I just don't think he wants to do this anymore, right? Yeah. I, I think, you know, you're, you're, you're about to be 39 years old. It's freezing cold. You live in this small town in the middle of nowhere. No disrespect to Green Bay. 
I, it, that was the first time that I really felt like I, I, I don't think he really wants to do this well, very the, much longer. Does he not want to do it anymore? Does he not want to do it in Green Bay? You know, they always say, Aaron, you. that the, the grass is not always greener. Um, sometimes it is, though, right? Um, it didn't work out for Russell Wilson. I don't think it's going to work out for Russell Wilson, but it worked out for Tom Brady, did it not? Sure. Um, you know, he, he got a Super Bowl out of it. Sometimes the grass is greener. Sometimes somebody needs a whole new environment, a whole new scenery to get them, you know, re-justified, to get them, you know, refocused. And maybe that so would really be good for to jump in, yeah. To jump in, because uh, you opened the show saying he is O-V-E-R. Yeah. Do yeah. you believe that he will retire whether it's this offseason or whatever, do you believe he'll retire as a Green Bay Packer? Remember, remember, the front office is very publicly on the record of saying, we didn't sign Aaron Rodgers to a three-year contract. We signed him to three one-year contracts. Right. Do you believe that he's going to retire uh, in Green Bay? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be some animosity. I think that's going to hit. There is, there's th- already plenty of animosity. But, yeah, but we're not hearing it as much as we'll hear it at the end of the year. And then things will really start getting bad, depending on how, how south they go. And then people are going to recall, you know, what are we going to do about Jordan Love? Is he going to be able to, you know, is, is he the next thing? When are we going to see him? People are going to clamor for him. As long as Rodgers is in there, um, are they going to continue to lose? And soon it's going to grow on him also. And then he's going to start thinking just kind of like in relationships where he's gone through, you know, several different girlfriends. You're going to start thinking, okay, well, you know what? If Green Bay doesn't want me and and you're not listening to me and you're not going to get me wide receivers and offensive weapons, I'm going to go somewhere else. And believe me, there's probably about a good four or five teams, I think. Now, forget about the money. I don't know how that's going to work out, but I I bet you there's about four or five teams that could take him and and be immediately better next year. Yeah, it just, like I said, it it felt like um, last night was the first. it, It just felt like he didn't want to be there. Didn't care, was checked out emotionally, mentally, physically, all of that good stuff. Um, and listen, sometimes it's just time to move on. Now, what I would also say, and we'll probably talk about this a little bit later. Obviously, a lot of people have seen the LeBron James comments that that kind of uh, he said during the game with Green Bay. But it is, he does feel checked out. But it also does feel a little bit, not a little bit, a lot of bit self-inflicted, self-inflicted excuse me, when you look at the fact that, you know, it was all about being the highest paid player last offseason. I, I think, I don't know if I've talked with you specifically about this, but I know I've said it on these airwaves. The second that I saw Devontae Adams walk out that door, I know he was traded, I get all that, but... I assume that when Aaron Rodgers signed that contract, there was some kind of understanding with Devontae Adams, and so... He doesn't look like he's very happy, but I'd also be remiss if I did not mention um, that he, of course, uh, you know, has a lot to do with the current state of the organization as well, kind of taking all that big money and all that stuff. Well, look, a lot of quarterbacks do that. You know, Dak did that. I'm I'm not going to hold that against him. You know what this reminds me of? You heard what Kevin Durant said the other day about, you know, look at the starting lineup that we have, me and, you know, four other guys. (laughs) Yeah, because you traded everybody for your guys. But, you know, which was kind of a backhanded slap everybody i feel like aaron Rodgers could say that you know would that doubt you if he came to the podium and said look at our starting lineup man on offense it's me and a bunch of other guys a bunch of rookies i can't do it all myself just because i show up i i could totally see him saying something like that so that quote could have played for him as well as kevin durant when i look at it you know Zero doubt, zero doubt. I, I just, um, it's just weird. And like I said, the, the LeBron James comments will obviously will play into that a little bit later because, yes, 
it is not a great situation. Yes, I do blame some of the front office because they frankly, I don't think have done a good enough job surrounding him. I know Christian Watson had that moment last night, but haven't done a good enough job surrounding him. He has and like five touchdowns the last two games. He's on exactly. fire. Exactly. But, yeah. but, you know, what was that? What, what is the stat? The only first-round pick they've used in the last decade on, a, on an offensive <laughs> player is Jordan Love. So... We will see. Coming up on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the TireRack.com studios. How about this, Arnie? The last time the Jets went into Foxborough and beat the Patriots, Brett Favre. Oh, he was the quarterback. We'll tell you how we think it's going to go for Zach Wilson and the Jets this weekend. That is next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. Fox Sports Radio, Friday edition, Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug is out for today. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier in, taking you into the weekend. We're going to get to Mark Dominic, the former NFL GM, in a minute. Uh, before so, Arnie, let me ask you this. Yeah. What were you doing in the fall of 2008? Actually, don't answer that because I don't really care, to be honest. But yeah, I don't know what I was doing an hour ago. Please don't ask me stuff like okay. that. Okay. I know you don't, and that's okay because I bring it up. Fall of 2008 was the last time the New York Jets won at Foxborough. They were led on the field by a quarterback by the name of Brett Favre. You may have heard of him. We won't talk about what he was doing off the field that year with the Jets, but that's neither here nor there. Arnie, can you believe the New York Jets, a decade plus since they last won at Foxborough, they obviously play there this weekend. Jets in a much more advantageous position in the standings and with a chance to make the playoffs sitting at 6-3, and three, the Patriots at 5-4, and four, Arnie. Oh, what a humongous game. First of all, the Jets, as you mentioned, in second, they lose this game, they drop to last place. Yep. Um, all of a sudden, their playoff spot is uh, right there on the line, and um, you have to see what's going to happen. They, I thought they were going to go ahead and win the first time around a couple of weeks ago uh, when they lost 22-17. The game wasn't even that close. I think they had the, oh, by the way, touchdown. You can't allow the rushing game to do what the what the Patriots did, and that was just tear them up. They had nearly 200 yards on the ground. I give Belichick uh, a lot of credit for what he's done this year because I don't think they have any talent offensively. I mean, absolutely zero. Um, and that goes for Mac Jones also. But yet, he gets a lot out of Demadre Stevenson. Um, and, and somehow they find the way and they have a winning record. But for the Jets, this is such a big game. You want to talk about a, a franchise that wants to get back over the hump to show that they're relevant again. It starts this week. It starts this Sunday by beating a foe like the Patriots on the road to go 7-3, and three, get back on top of the AFC East, and change your fortunes from here on out. It, it makes all the difference in the world. This game is so big for Jet fans. You have no idea how it's like up here in the Northeast. I was going to ask you really quick. So for people who don't know, we, we kind of joked off, off the top. You live in Vermont. You did yeah. daily radio for many years in New England. What is the vibe around the Patriots? Because one thing, you know, I remember working with you during that transition year post-Brady. It's COVID. Cam Newton's the quarterback. And, oh, oh, Bill Belichick's still a genius. Well, last year he does make the playoffs with Mac Jones. But obviously the team feels like it's regressed this year. But again, like you said, they win this game. They're right back in the playoff picture. What is the vibe around Bill Belichick and around the Patriots in New England right now, Aaron? You know, I got to tell you, the transition after life after Brady has been a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I thought there'd be a lot more griping and a lot more complaining and stuff like that. But they... They've handled it. They handled it better than I thought they can, Aaron. And I give him credit for that. And as for what's going on now, when they take on the Jets, they're five and four. They're free. they're just thinking about this year and making the playoffs. They know they have to get themselves a quarterback, and they'll obviously look. Well, they think they have one in Mac Jones, but half the people don't like him. So I wonder if they'll go ahead and go in a different direction. Well, I'll tell you what, we will go in a different direction because joining us on the phone now, former GM of the Tampa Bay Bucks, been around the NFL for 20 plus years in front offices and beyond, joins Doug regularly. Mark Dominic is on the phone. Mark, you're joining Aaron and Arnie Spanier. How are you doing today, Mark? Guys, I'm great. Happy Friday afternoon. Looking forward to some football this weekend, that's for sure. 
Well, thank you, Mark, and we're looking forward to it as well. And I want to start with what Arnie and I were just talking about a moment ago. Um, it's been a decade plus since the New York Jets went to Foxborough and got the win. The stat that our hardworking producer Jason Stewart told us was that Brett Favre was the quarterback of the Jets the last time that they went into New England and got a victory. Uh, what do you make of this game? And then more importantly, you know, for one team, it's going to be the Patriots are quietly playing a little bit better. The Jets have exceeded expectations, I think, to this point. What do you see in this one in Foxborough? Yeah, and you know what? I think um, I think one of the statements you make is probably what you don't want to hear about is that the Patriots are playing a little bit better. I mean, I know they had the setback against the Bears, but the other games they've played, they did a good job against the Colt team that was certainly depleted, and a lot of things happened after that. Uh, they beat up a, a Cleveland team. They beat up a Detroit team. And then they did beat the Jets, as you guys very well know. But I do think New England's finding really good balance right now, and they're not making dumb mistakes, and that's the number one thing that's saving them. I mean, you know, Mac Jones has been, as you guys were just talking about, reliable uh is he taking him to another level he, you know he's gonna have to take him to the postseason to prove that zappy might have been just as, as as reliable as interesting so i think the patriots are certainly formidable for the jets and it's not uh, it's not a game where as a jet fan you're like great i can't wait to play these guys i think it's one of those ones where it's like oh you know the the, the rivalry the concern is all realistic i think for zach wilson uh you know i think the thing that's going to have to happen for him is I want to just continue to see him. I feel like he's got to still grow a lot as a player week in and week out and just start to become that more consistent player that we haven't seen enough of. And that's the only thing that makes me nervous because I know, you know, against Buffalo, he played phenomenal, right? He completed, what, over 70 balls or 70% of his balls and didn't turn the ball over. You want to win games? He showed you how to do it. But then the prior week, you know, he throws three interceptions. So, to me, this is coming down to ball control uh, for both teams. Who doesn't make the dumb mistake? Who wins on special teams? Those hidden yards we don't talk about enough, like who has a good extra 10 yards in a, a punt return or who, who might, uh, you know, have a, a better block and in the kick return kind of gets out to the 32 instead of the 27. I think those little hidden yards are going to be the difference in this game. But it's going to go back to the same old thing we always talk about, and that's if the quarterbacks don't turn the ball over, I like that team's chance to win. You know, Mark, we know that you were GM of Tampa Bay. Imagine this. You're coming up to play, let's say, the Buffalo Bills. They'll tell you there's going to be three to six feet of snow coming up. And then they say, okay, we'll just put you in a dome. And then you're like, oh, thank goodness. Um, should they have played this in a dome? If you were like GM of Buffalo, would you have been pushing like, oh, no, no, no. That's what separates football from everybody else. Let's play outdoor in the element. And of course, in Tampa, you're happy you're playing in a dome. If you were with Buffalo, if you were with Buffalo. If you're offered me at Tampa Bay Buccaneers 19 years there with the Bucks and you know a few of those as a GM I'm taking the dome every time I got to go up north you know I look at that schedule right when it comes out early on and say okay how many cold weather games are our boys going to have to play so you know I think the reason why I think they chose a dorm and not an outdoor stadium like they had the opportunity is I think they just wanted to try to level out the playing field across the board no home field advantage consistent weather conditions just make it even so you know i'm more worried about the buffalo bills getting home uh than i am anything else but uh i understand why i thought you know, there was a couple other stadiums that they could but i was even saying early in the week this game's going to get moved uh, there's just no way they're going to try to put that game in buffalo and uh I- i'm glad that they made that decision and you know it's a long long retreat for players i think people forget like you know the nfl you know all those players are going to be gone and away for you know five days basically or four days that's a long time. That's like going to London. And so, uh, you know, you're in Detroit, but uh, uh, they, they can't take the chance to push that game back. That's for sure. 
Mark Dominic joining the Doug Gottlieb Show. Mark spent over 20 years in NFL front offices and scouting former GM of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Mark, real quick back to the, the, the Jets-Patriots game. I mean, I, I think, you know, with, with the Jets, they've, they've been an awesome story, but it's very clear that, that obviously, look, they're trying to take the ball out of their young quarterback's hands, rely on the defense, rely on run game, rely on special teams, all that stuff. How far can a team like that go, assuming if the Jets do make the play? Like, like how far can you go in this world in the NFL? when you're going to run into a Patrick Mahomes, a Josh Allen, um, because it feels like it's a great story. I'm, you know, I'm from the Northeast. I, I got a lot of friends who were Jets fans, but it feels like the way they're playing, even the way they're winning, it feels like there's a ceiling to it. No, I don't disagree. And, you know, if, if everything played out the way it was right now, they'd be going to Baltimore, right? you got to play sure. Lamar Jackson. That doesn't feel very good, right? And just <laughs> because of the, the, the percentage of scoring. And I think this is, this is where you've got to make those big decisions when you're Joe Douglas at the end of the year. You've got to kind of briefly touch on it with New England. I think the same thing could be said in the Jets is how far can he actually take us? How far can this quarterback deliver us as a football team versus can we go in a different direction and say, hey, look, there might be another quarterback or a young quarterback that, that can take this team over the top. I think Garrett Wilson has been – Everything. I mean, I think, and I know you're talking about ball control, and I respect that, and I agree. But I think if they don't have Wilson, they're in dire straits where they are. But I think he's been able to come in here and light that spark on the offensive side of the, and where Zach Wilson trusts him, and that chemistry at least keeps defenses honest. And I think that's the exciting thing I see is that those kind of pieces from this draft class are coming together, and everybody's kind of showing up, going, "Look at how good Sauce can be," you know. And, and he's great, and I know he, he can have penalties or whatever, but that guy's going to be an A plus corner in the National Football League for a long time. Garrett Wilson looks like a legit number one all day long. That's exciting stuff. And knowing that your offensive line has just been kind of gone through the hell in the handbasket again, you know, if we can, get, if they can get that kind of thing kind of situated, it's exciting. But I think for Zach Wilson, to your point, my concern is. In this day and age, you got to be completing 64, 65, 68% of your passes, and he's just not there. And I thought that was what his strength was in college, so that kind of throws me off as well. Um, and so if he can't finish the season strong, I think they're a one-and-done in the playoffs. They make it in, mm. but they're going to be out week, week one for the first seed. All right, Mark, let me, let me ask you. I love putting you on the spot here. So let me, let me ask you this. I'm going to make you GM of, let's say, the Green Bay Packers. There's a knock at your door. It's Jordan Love. You say, come on in, and Jordan says to you, hey, we're four and seven. We're not going to the playoffs. I want to play, and I want to play now, and I want to play till the end of the year. You say to him what? No thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> what? No. No, I'm, I'm going to until I'll say this is what I'm going to tell Jordan Love, and then we'll have a, a talk internally with Mr. Murphy, who's the, kind of the president of the team, but certainly within our, our you know being the head coach before. Um, until we're mathematically eliminated, Aaron Rodgers is going to the football field, no matter what. Because in the internally, I'm knowing if I put Jordan Love out there, we just mathematically eliminated ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I just don't see it. I, I like Jordan Love, the kid, all that kind of stuff. I just haven't seen the, the ability that, that this is going to be the same transition we saw from Favre to Rodgers. I just don't feel like that's going to happen. And uh, I don't put Jordan Love on the field until I know that we're 100% mathematically eliminated. And even then, I may not do it, depending on what my mindset is and what Aaron's telling me about 2023. Mark Dominic, you just heard former NFL GM, uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, 20 years in NFL office, front offices joining the Doug Gottlieb show, Aaron and Arnie in for Doug. So let's keep the conversation going. You know, uh, you just uh, laid it out there a second ago, what you would tell Jordan Love. What do you tell Aaron Rodgers in a moment like this? Because Arnie and I were talking about this earlier, Mark, is, is there's this balance between um you know we we know the the history between him and the front office and this and that 
Um, but part of this does feel a little self-inflicted, right? I mean, he takes all that money, wants to be the highest-paid player. Devontae Adams leaves. How do you manage Aaron Rodgers? Here's my, I guess, my bigger question. Tell him question. no more T is what you tell him. Is what you tell <laughs> <laughs> All right. R- 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 let me ask you this then. Do you think, do you think Aaron Rodgers is done after this year, and if not, do you think he retires a Green Bay Packer? So if I, if I were to try to put the crystal ball out, I, I don't think he's having fun anymore. Yep. Uh, and I think he's very frustrated. I mean, two MVPs, all is fun, you know, even though the, you know, not the postseason success that Aaron uh, or any of us thought he would have in terms of the amount of Super Bowls I thought he'd go to or possibly win. But this year, I think there's so much frustration in, in his face and in his play, whereas everything feels like it's on his shoulders. And I got a sense that, you know, here's a guy that there's a chance he might just say, I'm done. Because I, at any moment, I could see Aaron Rodgers just like, I, you know, I don't need to play. You know, like he continues to talk like, I'm never going to play as long as Tom does. And I, I don't doubt that. Uh, I think this season, you know, as they're sitting there at four and seven, if this thing ends up being a five and 12 or even a six and 11 type of year, I think there's going to be some serious soul searching for Aaron that I think he's going to want out, number one, or he's just going to want to retire. But I don't think he's going to stay in the Green Bay Packers anymore. I think that that, that, that train is late leaving the station. And I think it's because of what you guys said. I think he's looking at it, and I, and I feel the same way. And it's not just Brian Gutekunst who's been there as the GM, but others as well. They're too good. That, he, was, he is too good of a quarterback to sit there and say, I've got one Super Bowl. It doesn't make sense to me. And that, to me, says that, that means that's the roster. And, and, I, and I flipped that over. I look at Mike Vrabel. He does more with less than any coach in the National Football League. Before. And I love Derrick Henry. But when you look at like their first-round picks for the t- Titans over the last couple of years, they've been busts, bust, 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 bust. And what does Vrabel do? Every year they'll win the division and win games. So, you know, that's a guy that does more with less. I just feel like the Packers have put Aaron Rodgers out there and have done less with less. And that's right. the problem. I think that's what Aaron's going to want out of there. All right, last job I'm going to give you. Robert Ursay comes up to you and says, hey, I want to hire a coach with no NFL experience, but he played in the NFL with us. What do you tell him? I tell him that I have a feeling this opens the door for Josh McCown and watch him get a job this offseason. Mm. So if, depending on what Jeff Saturday does with this football team, a Josh McCown who has not coached in the NFL, who is rumored around the Houston Texans, Maybe a guy that might jump into that role as well. And I also think it's going to open up the door for guys that haven't been head coaches, but at coaching league, the D'Amico Ryans of the world. I think maybe more owners are going to be like, wait a second, why don't we make the head coach a former player? Look at Mike Vrabel. Why don't we make the head coach more of a former player and make sure he's got good coordinators around him? But this way, this guy can sit there and say, I've been there, done that with you guys. And maybe that's the, the, the secret sauce. Mm. Very interesting stuff. I actually heard the uh, up on game guys, LeVar Arrington, bring up the same point. Maybe this opens the door for uh, former players to kind of fast track, and and maybe it starts the new trend. You know, we had the Sean McVay trend three, four years ago. Uh, Young, offensive offensive guy. Maybe this is the new trend. He is Mark Dominic. You might might want to start taking guys from San Francisco still, because that seems to be working very well. Yeah, Mike McDaniel. All right. Mark Dominic spent over 20 years in NFL front offices, former GM of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Mark, we got to let you run we genuinely appreciate the time i know arnie put a lot on your plate as gm of yes. 37 different teams <laughs> in four minutes but thank you for the time mark we'll do it again soon okay, enjoy the weekend fellas thanks, thanks for mark me. that was mark dominic 20 years in nfl front offices scouting all of that former gm of the Tampa bay bucks making us smarter here on yeah. the doug gottlieb do former show players make good coaches anyway i know in the nba i don't think they make so much sometimes they do i mean you saw the years like magic and larry bird and and that, that didn't work out too hot, you know. 
Steve Kerr's doing pretty well, your buddy. But I'll tell you what. That's true. We'll discuss that in hour three. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier in for Doug. Monsi, is it game time? Game time! This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. I love game time. John Ramos, tell everybody what we're playing on this Friday. 
Psychic. Psychic? Psychic. So I hope you guys have your, the other day I called it a mirror ball, but that is not what it is. That is the Dancing Mm. with the Stars trophy. That's not what I meant. A crystal ball. (laughs) All right, everybody. There will be a showdown in LA this weekend between number seven USC and number 16 UCLA in college football. Who will have a better performance? Trojans quarterback Caleb Williams or Dorian Thompson Robinson, UCLA's quarterback? I'll go first here, Arnie. How about this, Arnie? I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Oh. I think Caleb Williams has the better performance. I think UCLA gets the win. Oh, oh that's what I was going to say for crying out loud. You, wow. You, Talk you about psychic. psychic really? Yeah. I took this game a little too literally, I guess. I'm sorry. My goodness. That's what my crystal ball says also. So we must be uh, we must be getting it right because Uh-oh. I think look, I think it's going to be a great game, a high-scoring one too. You know, let me tell you something. I love rivalry weekend. At one point, this was like the game of the year was UCLA and USC, not only in Los Angeles, but like around the country. It was bigger than Michigan, Ohio State. It was bigger than Auburn, Alabama. It was it was the game when it would go to the Rose Bowl and it was just, it had so much at stake out there, but it, it's changed in so many years. But not to get off in a tangent. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, Caleb Williams, obviously, the crystal ball says he has a much better game, but I'm going to go with UCLA. I, th- I think it's uh, I think it's going to be a good game. Oh. I'll ask Monsi, do you know where I can get my crystal ball fixed? Because if it says the same things Arnie does, <laughs> wow. I'm a little bit worried. But. I, w- I know, that is a little bit scary. A little bit. What, what else we got? <laughs> all right, Arnie, you go first on this one, so it doesn't yes. seem like you stole the answer. All right? <laughs> yeah, How about that? Okay, okay. So the latest reports are the Yankees have offered Aaron Judge a new offer. Will the AL MVP be a Yankee next season? Oh, the crystal ball, very clear on this one also. The answer is Y-E-S. Oh, yes. Yes, he's going back. First of all, he wants to go back, and the Yankees really want him also. They just don't want to have to pay a gazillion dollars and all the money that comes with it. Look, does he strike out a lot? Of course he does, but that's modern-day baseball now. It's all about the home runs. It's all about uh, try to minimize the strikeouts, but if you you strike out, so be it. If you're going to give me a a three-run homer every third or fourth at bat out there, plus he's such one of the Yankee favorites, and and the Yankees don't have too many favorites now. You know, there's no more Jeter or A Rod or mm-hmm. anything like that anymore. So they they need him on so many different fronts, not only in the field but the the face of the organization. So the crystal ball says yes, they'll definitely keep him. Aaron, oh my God, that's exactly what I was gonna <laughs> say. You, you oh just my copying goodness. me. You see, there you go. I'll, I'll say this really quick. You know, Arnie, you talk about the old days. The old days for the Yankees were George Steinbrenner, and the idea that the Yankees could somehow let this guy go seems insane to me. I think you're yeah. actually 100 percent right on his role within the organization and community. I, I don't care what the price is. You cannot let this guy leave. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna cost a lot, but don't let him go. All right, the World Cup is gonna start November 20th. Just around the corner will the u.s men's national team move past the group stage oh i'm gonna say no i know arnie is our soccer insider here at fox sports radio so you can give us the breakdown of wales and england but i will say no no Oh, well, again, you're something wrong with your crystal ball because um, <laughs> the answer is yes on that. They'll get through the first round. They're going to go ahead and make it to the next round. Now, or are they going to win the whole thing? I saw some odds outside the U.S. that they're like 250 to 1 in like Vegas. I think they're 100 to 1. That's what they'll put the long shots at. So I don't think they're going to go and win the whole thing. But, yeah. um, you know, I, th- I think they're, uh, they'll be the favorite against Wales. England's going to be a phenomenal game on Friday. I can't wait to see that. So, um, yeah, I think. 
think uh, I think they'll go ahead and get by. Oh, they better get by the first round. We we're all pumped up for this. Right. Torres, don't don't suck the fun out of this. I mean, we've been years. <laughs> I for know. This, for just lie, Aaron. Say Canada, yes. Arnie. Yes. Arnie's just probably rooting yes. for Canada. Let's be honest. <laughs> I, and then, look, and if Alexei Lawless plays like he usually does, I think they'll do well. So uh, we'll see I think we'll happens. see him on the TV. I don't know if he'll be on the the pitch. That's what. They oh, call you mean doesn't play anymore? Oh my goodness, I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Arnie thinks Pele's playing in this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> he might be there. I mean, maybe. Franz Beckenbauer, is he? No, okay, go ahead. You don't know what that is. Go ahead. All right. I know we're very early on in the NBA season, but there have been some surprises already. So give me a surprise of a team who's going to make the playoffs or a surprise where a team is not going to make the playoffs. Arnie, you go ahead and go first, my friend. I All mean- right. A team that is going to make a playoffs and a team that is not going to make you the playoffs. You give me one or the other, but a surprise one. All right, a surprise team that's not going to make the playoffs. Yes. I, well, they weren't at the beginning of the year. Everybody thought they weren't going to make the playoffs. Now everybody's on their bandwagon. They happen to be in first place right now, and I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs. That's the Seattle Seahawks. Look, I give them all the credit for what they've done so far. Um, it's crazy that they're actually a better team um, without Russell Wilson and in first place in that division. And a lot of it's a perfect storm also. I mean, look what the Rams have done this year. and The Cardinals, they've been awful. San Francisco lost their quarterback, but they may be better for it. But even with all that, I don't think Seattle's going to go ahead and finish on strong. I I think they're not going to make the playoffs. They're going to miss out. They're not going to win that division. All right, so since I actually listened to Monty's question, and it was a question about the NBA playoffs. Oh, you said the NBA? I will oh, say. I feel it's, so it's, a, stupid. it's all right. Good answer, Arnie. Well, good answer. Why did you, why did you correct the me time. then? Well, I, well the I liked the answer. I was interested. It was a good uh, response. You, you should have corrected me. No, I was. you were going with it. You had a good answer. Usually I wanted to hear Torres does something so stupid. I feel bad. <laughs> Real quick, I feel Arnie. like Torres. Lakers, Lakers playoffs, Arnie, yes or no? No, stop it. No, I said surprise. I know. They supermodels before that happens. Stop it. Brooklyn, Arnie. How about your Brooklyn Nets? Uh, no, they won't make it to the playoffs either. They're close, though. That's not as definite. No, but no, they're they're not going to make it either. Your New York Knicks. Oh, yeah. Okay. We are the New York Knicks. Stop it. Okay. Of course we look, are. At, look at you. Real quick, Golden State. They're going to uh, make no, it, right? No, forget about the Warriors. Wow. So, yeah. Monty, yay or nay on, on Golden State? Playoffs. Uh, nay. Really? Yeah, I think they're struggling, and I think OKC is going to make it. The Jazz are obviously killing it, and I, I think th- they've got to fix a lot of little issues, and I don't know. There's a lot of teams that are playing really well. I know it's early, but OKC is going to make it. Well, here's what you don't know. Arnie Spanier is very close with Steve Kerr. They went to high school together. Best Steve, friends. Steve had no idea, but I bring it up. He'll call Steve Kerr and get it all fixed. That was game time. <laughs> That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug is out today. He will be back Monday. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier coming up. We just talked Lakers. LeBron, even when he's not playing, makes it about himself. We explain next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. 
And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.